Dear beloved, welcome to this episode of We Are Vessels, where we talk about God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Scripture. I am Oluwabukola Pereira. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. So on today's show, I have with me, Brother Christian, who who lovingly showed up after um, just few hours of notice and i truly appreciate you showing up tonight and today i pray that um the almighty honors you like you honored me today i truly appreciate your presence and i just pray that um whatever it is that you'll be talking to us about that the holy spirit will speak through you so brother christian the floor is yours all right um i don't really have a topic uh for tonight i think I guess if the, if there were if there were to be a topic, it's just the love of God and how how ridiculous His love is towards us. Um, and before I begin, when I get nervous, I start talking really fast, so I'm gonna try to slow it down tonight. Try to like just gather my thoughts so I don't just blurb, you know, whatever is on my mind, because um, I really don't want this to be me. I, I don't want you guys to look at me and, and hear Christian. I want you to to know that what I'm speaking is what God has told me to tell you. Amen. Um, so today, before you asked me to come on on the pod the podcast, I was I was already in the presence of God. Like I was I was reading, you know, I was in I was in the most holy place, like as Tulu um, was talking about. Like, and whenever you asked me to be on the podcast, I was like, I didn't really have anything to say, you know. I was like, mm-hmm. I was thinking of uh, talking about what it means to be born again, the message that I kind of shared with you all a few weeks ago, yeah. and then. You know, that was my first stop, but then I just began to read the book of Romans because we were studying Romans last night. And I guess I'll just start reading and and kind of walk you through what was going through my head. So, in Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 14, it says here, it says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus thus death spread to all men, because all sinned, For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. It says, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. I don't want to stop there. So he says here, For until the law, sin was in the world. So I guess the only point that I want to make here is that even where there was was no law, there was no commandment, sin was still there. Man, man still had the nature to sin. Man was still fornicating. Man was still lying. Although nobody told them that it was wrong. Nobody said, nobody said you cannot lie. So they were dead in their sin. Although they were, they, they, they still had the nature of sin, but they were blind almost to their sin. They were, they were, their conscience was seared to the point that they couldn't even recognize that what they were doing was wrong. And just, I just want to let that sink in for a minute. They were hopeless. Mm-hmm. And so I want to continue on because, uh, as we all know, the law was eventually introduced, the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments. So I want to go to Romans 7, 5. Romans 7, yeah, Romans 7, 5, it says, For when we were in the flesh... The sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. But now, no, that's actually where I wanted to stop. 
So it says here, when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. These sinful passions that, that he's speaking of here were, were the same sinful passions that they had before the law was introduced. But, but the law itself aroused those passions. They, they magnified those passions in us. It's like whenever you tell a little a baby, maybe a toddler, he's, he's running around the house, he's just doing what he wants to do. Once you tell that, that, that kid, I've seen it happen, you tell him, hey, don't touch that, don't touch that, it's hot. What's the first thing that kid's gonna do? He's gonna go and he's gonna touch it because he told him not to. So it's like the law, this is what it means when, when, when he says that the law, who was supposed to bring life, it brought death. It brought me death. I died. It says, in, uh, it says here in verse 8, in the same chapter, it says, But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment, which was to bring life, I found to bring death. For sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it killed me. Therefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. So right now, I really just, the reason I'm bringing up sin is I want, I want to, I want to bring you guys to an awareness of, of what sin is, of your own sin. For those of you who are listening on this podcast who, who may not be a believer, who may not have received the righteousness of Christ. And the reason that I want to, I guess, make you aware of, of your sin is because what, what God told me today is that without the knowledge of sin, we cannot come to the knowledge of His love. The Bible says there is no greater love than this, than one should lay down his life for another. And what God told me today was this. He said, the only way that I could express my love for you is by dying for you. The only way that I could express how much I love you is by dying for you. If sin never entered the world, he would never have had to die for us. He took what was evil and he used it as, an, as, a, as a tool to, to show us how much he loved us. Like, imagine this, if God, there, there's this question that many unbelievers ask, it's like, if God is so good, why is there so much evil in the world? And what, what, what they're asking is, is, why is there so much sin? Why did he allow sin to enter into the world? It's because he wanted to die for you. The greatest expression of love is to die for, one, for somebody, to die for you. If I, if I love you, the only way that I can express the greatest expression of love towards you is by dying for you. God knew. God knew. He, he knew the moment sin entered this world, he would have to die for you. You think a God who is, is evil is going to allow sin to enter this world knowing that he's going to have to die for that very sin that he's allowing? That is, that is only a decision that love could decide on. And it's like, by, by, by allowing sin to enter into this world, God, God gave us an ability to experience a love that was previously unable to be experienced. A love, you would never, you would never have known what it, what it, what it feels like to be forgiven unless you did something wrong. 
Love is patient, love is kind, love is gentle. You would never know what it's like to experience kindness unless you've been treated hatefully. If sin never entered this this world, if we were in never in, in an if we were never in need of forgiveness, we would never be able to experience his love, his mercy, his grace. The Bible says that we were alienated. We would never come to experience the fullness of what it's like to be one with God if we had never experienced what it's like to be alienated from him. We would never understand the capacity of how much he loved us unless he allowed sin to enter this world so he could die for us. He wanted to die for you. He said, what is that verse? It says, the joy set before him. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He was happy to die for you. He told me today I was happy to die for you. He said, I wanted to die for you. What kind of love is that? It says, the Bible says, for, for a righteous man, some might die. But for an, for an unrighteous man, no one would dare to die for him. But while we were still sinners, he died for us. I guess what's, what God wanted to tell me today is, he never wants a conversation about sin to come up where his love doesn't overwhelm you. He doesn't want sin to, to creep into your mind without his love being right there beside it and drowning out every condemnation. If God created us, if God never allowed sin to enter this world, we would be loved, we would be perfect beings. You know what I mean? We would, we would be loved, we would, we would be kind, we would be gentle. We would be patient, but we would never come to the full knowledge of what it is to love. If we had no one to, to forgive, we would, no, we would never be able to experience what it's like to forgive someone or to be forgiven. And not only that, we wouldn't know who God is. We wouldn't come to the complete understanding of who God is. We would know that we are clean, but we would never know what it's like to, be, to come from a place of, of unrighteousness into righteousness. We would never be able to compare our cleanliness with anything because it would just be who we are. Does that make sense? Like, God would never have to have sent his son if sin didn't enter this world. We would never know how much he loved us if he didn't have to die for us. It's as simple as that. Because of love, because of because of sin, we have the ability to experience His love in a way that was previously un we were unable to, that we wouldn't be able to experience without sin. That's, I think that's the summary of my message. Is <laughs> He loves you. Amen. <laughs> Amen.
He loves you so much. Wow. Isn't it beautiful just to think about the irony of sin and its ability to help us enjoy and understand the love of God. Yes, yeah, sin is ugly it's not beautiful it is not something beautiful in the sight of God but here for the Christian is saying that without sin without sin coming into the world we wouldn't have been able to understand God's love and we wouldn't be able to understand even how to love because for the fact that God loves us so much and we're able to experience that love, we're also able to extend the love to other people. And we're just grateful for that. It sounds crazy, but yeah, like really. Because yeah, we would, we would all have been perfect without sin. But how would we, how would we experience that love? So basically our yearning, our yearning for forgiveness, for righteousness, helps us to see how much God loves us. And we're just, we're just grateful, super grateful. I am extremely grateful for that. I just want to thank you Lord so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for loving us unconditionally. Because what greater love is there if you cannot die for the person you claim to love? And God showed us that through the death of His Son, Jesus Christ. Mm. He made Him who knew no sin and made Him sin just to restore us to Him. And we, we cannot thank you enough, God. But we hope, we know that you see our hearts and we just pray that you accept our thanks, our thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. So one thing I want you to, to take away from this episode today is just knowing that God loves you. No matter what, no matter what, no matter how dirty, how fluffful, how ugly you think you become, God loves you. I mean, there's nothing you can do for him to love you less or love you more. Just do your best. Really. I mean, even though our best is not enough. Because it says our righteousness isn't even nothing to him. But do your best. God loves you. And continue to show the love. Show, show people around you. Show the world the love. Be the light in your nation. Be the light in your community. Be the light in your... And the world that the Lord has placed you in. Love as Christ. Love us. Love as God. Love us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, King of Glory. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 
I mean, it, it, it's an understatement. Even thank you is not enough to show our gratitude. But because it is the word that we know how to say, we say thank you. Thank you so much for being God. Thank you for loving us when, even when we're unlovable. And thank you for continually washing us white as snow. Because you never get tired. You know how many times a lot of us will come back to you. In just one year, do you know how many sins were committed? Do, we not, do, we, do you not know how many times we say, forgive me, Lord? But thank you because your grace abounds every day. Your, your mercy is new every morning. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Help us to love one another as you love us. Help us to love our fellow brethren. Help us to love the unloving, the unbelievers. Because after all, we all are unloving. But thank you for loving us. Mm -hmm. Give us the strength to do your will. Mm -hmm. Help us live for you, for mm -hmm. you and you alone. Mm -hmm. Father, bless us with partners, with families that also just enjoy being in your presence. With families that revere you, Lord. That honors you with all that we do. Father, we ask for nothing, like nothing, nothing, but more of you. Because when we have more of you, we have love. Because you will love. And thank you so much, so much for loving us. Father, we love you too. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank you so much, Brother Christian. Thanks for calling. That was beautiful. That was really beautiful. That was really beautiful. Well, I am honored because you showed up. So, I appreciate it. And thank, thank you all, too, for showing up. Well, in case you guys don't know, I have, like, some of my friends out here. But, so, thank you all. And um, I hope you have, a, you have a good week. Tune in next week. And please tune in next week. <laughs> God bless you. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas yeah. and a very happy new year in advance. Peace. Bye. Adios. Adios.